and welcome to NSTA, The Bus Stop. This is the official podcast of the National School Transportation Association. I am Kurt Mackison, Executive Director, and pleased to welcome Ronna Weber. She is Executive Director of the National Association of State Directors of Pupil Transportation Services, otherwise in our world known as NASDIPS. So, Ronna, Happy New Year to you, and welcome to NSDA, The Bus Stop. Happy New Year to you as well. Thanks so much for having me. That's great. Since it's your maiden voyage here on the bus stop, and you know, we thank you so much for joining us, can you tell us a little bit about NASDIPS, other than the fact that it has the longest acronym in, in the association world? It does have the longest acronym in the association world, but sure, NASDIPS is the State Directors Association, so 50 state directors of people transportation services, and the way every state approaches that is actually not consistent, no surprise. So some states do that through their Department of Education, some do it through their Department of Transportation, and some do it through law enforcement. And understanding how your state approaches it helps you to understand where their priorities lie. Some states do a hybrid approach where they actually have two or they have multiple state directors that kind of all work together. But from our perspective, there's only one that the state ultimately has to decide who is the state director. Yeah, and that's a great summary of it. I'm glad you explained it that way because it is different. And like you said, no surprise, different states handle it differently. So, yeah, that was a great uh, description of it. From a personal level, Rana, in, in case folks don't know, uh, aren't familiar with you, can you tell us a little bit you know, about your background? Sure. I started out as a lobbyist. I live in the Washington, D.C. area and was a lobbyist for like 25 years. I start to, I, I jokingly say I started when I was four. For about 25 years, 13 or 14 of which I actually represented uh, the National School Transportation Association, worked with Peter Sloan and with Becky Weber when Becky started, and also worked on other transportation accounts. NSTA was the only school transportation, obviously, account of that and did other accounts in transportation world that were transit oriented and highway and then other accounts within the firm um, to include healthcare and travel and tourism and a variety of different uh, clients over the years. I left lobbying and went to work for a private equity firm for a year managing their board of directors. It doesn't sound like much, but that board of directors met 96 times in a year and it was at a time when private equity was in big trouble in the country. So it was a very interesting time. It was a publicly traded company. So I learned a lot about uh, the governance side and all the publicly reporting and all, all the things that you have to do for a publicly traded company. And I left there and went to Alstom Transportation, which is now part of GE, but did a lot of their uh, governance structure things. I'm not a lawyer, but uh, managed all their U.S. subsidiaries and did compliance efforts for them, um, and then went to NSTA and was the executive director uh, from 2012 to 2017. When I left in 2017, I went off on my own and did some consulting work for three years or so, and this opportunity came up with NASDIPS, and uh, I'd long spent time at NASDIPS conferences over the years, and really enjoyed the association. And so it was an opportunity I just couldn't uh, pass up. And I'm delighted to be with NASDIPS. I've been here uh, about a year and a half now and um, just thoroughly enjoy the work that I'm doing and uh, the people that I work with. So very happy to be here. 
that's great. That's great. And you have my head spinning with the 96 board meetings, by the way, because I, yeah. I can't even imagine. It, it, it was awful, <laughs> to say the least. But when you step away from it, it, it was a great learning experience. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Great way of framing it, Rana. And speaking of framing things, you know, I got to see you in late October, I guess that was at the NASDIPS conference over in Pentagon City. That was your first live event in a couple of years. So can you talk to us about, you know, hosting that event and how it was good to to get back together and see a lot of familiar faces? Sure. So it was the first NASDIPS conference since 2019. Um, state directors really couldn't travel. Uh, unlike contractors who private business, you know, you make a choice. State directors were really limited in their travel opportunities. So we didn't hold a conference in 2020, 21, yeah, 2020 or 21. 21, we did a virtual conference. Um, but then in 22, we were delighted to be able to bring everybody together again. We had 32 state directors on site at the meeting. Um, that's on par with where we were pre-COVID with the numbers. Um, and we were thrilled to have you, Kurt, and to have Karina Noble with us as well. We're delighted that you were able to join us. And, and we look forward to returning that opportunity at your annual meeting in the summer. And, uh, you know, it's just great to be able to have everybody in the same room together to have suppliers and, and associate members and uh, trade, I'm sorry, uh, state association members, as well as state directors and really get down to the business of the association. Um, being in the Washington, D.C. area allows us the opportunity to have our federal partners join us. So we were um, very happy to have uh, NHTSA and uh, TSA, EPA, NTSB, um, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody, and, and education with us, as well as several others that are also in the D.C. area joining us. So it was a great yeah. conference. Um, and we are actually in the same hotel in P Pentagon City area of Arlington, Virginia, um, in 24, 23 and 24. So um, we'll be here for a few more years and then uh, we'll start to go back out on the road again. That's great. Yeah. And I think I don't know if you mentioned FMCSA. So I know that Larry yeah, Meyer FMCSA. was there. Yeah. Yeah. Gave a great I knew uh, I would forget somebody. Yeah. <laughs> well, some, one part of the alphabet soup. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, one thing also related to the pandemic that kind of, you know, got lost in the shuffle in terms of what we were dealing with with the COVID pandemic was the NASDIP's yearly illegal passing survey. And obviously, if buses aren't on the road because uh, schools are in remote sessions, um, you guys couldn't do the survey. But you jump back into the pool in 2022. Can you tell us uh, what your survey said in 2022? Sure. So we didn't do the survey in 2020 or in 2021. Um, obviously, you know, if buses weren't consistently on the road. It was a little difficult. Um, it proved challenging in 22 as well. Our numbers were significantly down uh, of the school bus drivers that, that participated in the survey. So we kind of had to work with the numbers a little bit. And in order to do that, we had to make it apples to apples. So we had to look at um, in years past, NASDAQ has done the survey, taken the data, and then extrapolated it out 180 days and given you a number of if, you know, if we right. took this out 180 days, then therefore, the numbers didn't quite work that way once we had a lower number of school bus drivers participating. So we had to make it be more of a, if we adjusted it to 100% of the school bus drivers, 
then what would happen if we extrapolated it out? And when we adjusted it to 100% of the school bus drivers and extrapolated the number out, it, it equates to 41.8 million violations per year. So it's a significant jump in the numbers, but it, that doesn't mean that there's a significant increase in illegal passings. It just means that we have a better way of dealing with the data and the numbers to make it uh, consistent from year to year, regardless of the fluctuation of any number of, of reporting of violations. Right, right. But, you know, at, at any rate, I mean, we know that the um, illegal school bus passing situation is a bit of an epidemic, you know, across the, the states. And um, hopefully with the uh, school bus, um, Stop for School Buses Act being part of the Infrastructure and Investment Jobs Act, you know, we can start to have a more cohesive strategy to deal with this nationwide. Um, and I, I know that you guys will be a big part of the implementation of that um, as well. But from your standpoint, you, you still see it as, as a, a epidemic problem across the country. Absolutely. I just don't want you to then take the numbers and say it has grown in exponential numbers oh, yeah, from gotcha. one to the other survey. We can't say that. We don't have data that, that definitively right. says that. We have yep. data that shows that this is still a significant problem, and we all agree with that. And, you know, we're all looking for ways to address the problem. But you can't take 2019 and compare it to 2022 and say this problem has grown by leaps and bounds. It may well have, but we don't have the data to support that specific correlation. Right, right. And it probably didn't because there were, I think there were probably less people on the road overall. Yeah, but again, yeah, we don't have yeah. the data to correlate to that either to say, you know, right. there's X number less cars on the road. So we're yeah, trying to yeah. be very careful that that yeah. we are not promoting that correlation. Yeah. And, and it does speak to you and I have had this conversation about data and how it is so, you know, so vital to our industry yet, you know, working with, you know, various state and federal partners, it's so hard to get, you know, data. So from our standpoint, we appreciate that you guys even do the illegal passing survey. Absolutely. And thank you. I mean, it's a, it's a Herculean task from the state side of it, but also from the administrative side to pull all the data together. So we appreciate that. and, And we're always grateful. You know, we get calls from people across the country, why isn't my state reported or why, you know, why is this number what it is? And and we're always grateful when people call because it means they're looking at the work that we put out. So so we really do appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we're entering into a new year, 2023. Are there things that, you know, you all at NASDIPS are doing that are, you know, on the front burner in terms of just things you're doing with the association or policy issues that you're, you know, you're looking at. So what's on the horizon in 2023 for you guys? So we'll be doing another illegal passing survey in 23. Um, We won't look to have that data out until hopefully before school starts in the fall, but somewhere around in that timeframe. We are looking for our 20, at our 2023 conference. Again, it's in Pentagon City in Arlington, Virginia, November 4th through the 7th. So those are our two big events that are going on, but we're also working heavily with our federal partners, especially on issues like electric vehicles and other things that are, you know, really occupying more and more of our time um, and our our efforts across the states. 
and we're um, also looking within the association and how better we can help state directors. Um, we do that in a variety of ways. Uh, the state directors meet regionally, and then we also have other committees that meet. So um, really looking to be sure that we're meeting all of their needs as well. So that's, that's probably the big things on our horizon. Yeah, and I can almost predict you will be a busy person, Rana. So uh, that's, yeah. that's my prediction for you, for you in 2023. You <laughs> in terms of learning more about NASDIFs, for, for those folks who may be unfamiliar with the organization, where, where can listeners go to find that information? Our website is the best one-stop shop. It's nasdips.org. Um, and you're always welcome to reach out and give me a call or shoot me an email if you've got specific questions. Um, conference information is there. Once the um, illegal passing data is up, that will be there. And any other news that we have is also posted there. Excellent. Once again, our guest at NSTA, the bus stop, Ronna Weber. She's executive director of the National Association of State Directors of Pupil Transportation Services, otherwise known as NASDIPS. Ronna, great speaking with you as always. Look forward to engaging with you um, over the course of 2023 and appreciate you taking a few minutes to join us at the bus stop. Thanks so much. And thanks for your partnership. We're uh, incredibly grateful and uh, look forward to working with you in 23 as well. Thanks for your time. <laughs>